here's the story about cheese, please. If you like your music silly, gonna get what you need. Celebs who thought they could sing, crazy remakes and kids tunes, nothing Seacrest would play. Anywhere else, these songs would be teased. But we love them for their quirks, and so will you on Cheese, please. Cheese, please. Oh, yeah, it's Cheese, please. Cheese, please. In color. Here are your hosts, Snarf Dude and Daffodil. And welcome to another edition of Chase Please. You know my name. Uh, he just said it. My name is Surf Dude. My name is Daffodil. Uh, we could have sw- flipped it up, but we've done that before. That's old hat. We don't do that. Yeah. No, we don't do those old shticks anymore. No, no. Everything is fresh. <laughs> Nothing's been recycled. Yeah, right. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's not like we're playing brand new music that no one's ever heard before. <laughs> oh, wait. We're, maybe we are. Now we're playing old music that no one's ever heard of. Oh, that's a good point, too. <laughs> On the show this week, we have three, count them, three Groovy's 60s DJs and their records that were rather cheesy. Completely cheesy. Oh, yeah. Even my favorite, Casey, is coming up a little later on. We played them before, but we we tied a, a new one and, and an, an older, another old one. So three, count them, three Groovy 60s DJs. Presenting cheese this week. Making cheese. Making, presenting. I don't... Does it really matter, does it? It's cheese. It's DJs. What can we say? Okay. Uh, as well, in the Limburger Lounge, boy, the, <laughs> this guy really lives up to the whole lounge lizard scene. We got Keith Charles doing more, yeah, complete with organ. I just, I, I just want to get out a cocktail and just sit in the corner and watch the cigarette smoke gather into the hall and, and room. I have my and, cocktail already. And then I would go <laughs> with the uh, cigarette smoke, but you know, uh, it's just he lives up to the whole thing. But we're starting off the show, and the one, and the two, with Lawrence Welk. Every so often we dig out the uh, uh, champagne music, just for the heck of it, because it's so easily found at thrift stores for next to nothing. And that's why we do it. We're going to play Bubbles in the Wine shortly, but we're starting off with Calcutta. This was a bit of a hit for Lawrence Welk in 1961. Right here on Cheese, Please!
snuff through this cool, but Daffodil's my favorite. Cheese with Lawrence Welk and Bubbles in the Wine. Uh, that's for sure. Um, that sort of sounds like the intro to the television series Bewitched. A little bit. Just a bit from the early 1960s around the same time. And before that, Lawrence Welk in Calcutta from the early 1960s as we enjoy some uh, easy listening cheese on the show this week. And uh, you have some information on Lawrence Welk. Yes. He was born... In North Dakota. Oh, okay. His parents were German-Ukrainian immigrants. Okay. And English was his first language, but he spoke with that accent because the people who taught him in school all had that accent. Wonderful, wonderful. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. My name is Snarf Dude. I'm Daffodil. And this is Cheese Please, bringing you the wacky, warped, and weird every week. Um, We're getting into some groovy 60s DJ cheese. Back then, you know... Radio DJs were, like, bigger than life. They were huge personalities. And they used a lot of echo. Echo. Like I'm about to do. Echo! Oh, that didn't work. That didn't work. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, let's try that again. I turned the wrong knob. I turned myself out. I... You turned everybody off instead of turning anybody on. Yeah, okay. Let's try this out. Echo! Echo! That was interesting. Yeah, a little stuff. I gotta clean the pots on that piece of box equipment there. It's a little scratchy. Anyway, moving anyway, on. Anyway, uh, they were bigger than life, and the whole thing was is 
they would tend to, um, how shall I put it, extend their brand a little bit. Much like actors. Actors cut records to make themselves relevant in other industries. Yeah, exactly. So DJs did the same thing back in the 60s. We've got three. Uh, got Casey Kasem coming up a little later, and you know what he was famous for. Um, before that, we've got a set with the real Don Steele. He was pretty big in the 60s at KHJ in Los Angeles. His catchphrase was, Tina Delgado is alive, alive! I still don't understand what that means. No, me neither. Uh, but Scott Muni's starting it off. He gets a little emotional, but it's it's really done in a cheesy way. Letter to an unborn child on... Cheese, please! There's a soldier lying on the ground On his body Forgive me for this. I'm ashamed to leave you an untidy world. 
so it must be. In thought, as a last benediction, I kiss your forehead. Good night to you, and good morning and a clear dawn. That stuff sticks with you. All things cheesy and music. Cheese, please. You know, like everybody's talking about soul, you know what I mean? And a lot of cats don't know about soul. You know, it, it don't matter who you are, what you do, or what you look like. If you dig somebody and you want them to dig you, you gotta have soul. Like one time there was this chick who was totally hung on this cat. But he had no eyes for her because she had no soul. And all day and all night she walked around behind this cat. She was walking and walking and walking behind this cat. And like she was trying to get something said, you dig? And like she walked around him so much that her shoe fell off. And she sat right down and she said, Mmm, tell me, mmm, tell me. Tell me, tell me what, tell me what, what, tell me, baby, what can I do? Sticking through. Oh, you know it's true. But I love you. If you love me, if you love me too. Tell me, tell me what, tell me what, what, tell me, baby, what can I do? soul i wonder if that was tina delgado i have no idea makes me wonder before that we had scott muni and letter to an unborn child that was just very cheesy uh, <laughs> i i understand what they're trying to do i just want to go on record of saying that but did you have to add all that lush stuff it just made it less luscious <laughs> okay we're ending off our tribute with casey Kasem. Count him down to number one. Well, actually, this is before he actually did that. This is when he was on 
radio in L.A., and he was reading a letter from a Beatle fan, which is rather interesting. The Beatles fan's name was Elena, and letter from Elena on... Cheese, please. Hello, I'm a disc jockey, and following a Beatle performance, one of my listeners wrote me a touching letter. Because it really happened, I'd like to share it with you. Dear Casey, if you're wondering what it is that I'm writing about, I'll tell you. I hugged my favorite Beatle, George Harrison. On August 19th, the night of the Beatle performance at the Cow Palace in San Francisco, two of my friends came along with me. Naturally, when I saw George walk on stage, I screamed my heart out. When he sang, I knew that I had to touch him. When they announced their last song, I nudged Eric, the boy that I was with, and told him that I was going outside to try and find the limousines that they'd leave in. He said that he'd come with me. We ran outside and found that other people had the same idea. The crowd was so big, I lost Eric. I started to run all around looking for him, but I couldn't find him. Finally, I reached a part behind the cow palace where nobody was, and I decided to turn back. As I started to leave, I thought that I saw something behind the bushes. I looked, and I saw the limousines parked close together. A fence was separating the limousines from me. Without thinking, I climbed the fence and approached the two cars. They were very well hidden from the public eye, and my heart skipped a beat when I figured they were the same limousines that the Beatles would leave in. Something caught my eye. I looked up and saw George and Paul walking together behind them, Ringo and John. George and Paul were talking with a couple of guards and laughing. They didn't see me. Before I knew what was happening, I was running to George. I caught him, and I hugged him. Boy, I sure did cling. He was taken by surprise, and when he realized what was happening, he smiled at me and said, Hi, Bert. The tears were running down my cheeks, and I clung hard, but couldn't say a word. Paul stood there and stared with a grin. Ringo passed and looked at me with his mouth open. John passed and just glanced at me for a second. John and Ringo, followed by a couple of men, climbed in one limousine and left. The guards were trying to pull me away while George grinned and Paul stared. Finally, when they pulled us apart, Paul opened the door for George and they both climbed into the car. When they were both in the car, I broke away from the guards and I ran and touched the door handle that Paul had touched. Paul and George both turned around and waved to me with big grins on their faces. I walked in a daze back to where Eric was. Eric came up to me and asked me where I was. When that, the other girl with us saw the tears in my eyes, noticed that I was breathing hard and saw that my eyes were wandering. I muttered that I'd hugged George, and she nearly fainted right then. Eric asked me a bunch of questions, but I kept muttering that I hugged George. When I calmed down, Lynette and Eric asked question after question. My dad laughed when I told him. My mom touched my hand. My girlfriends were and are very envious. One thing that I'll always remember is the way George said, Hi, Bird. It was so romantic, and he was so handsome. Well, Casey, thanks for reading this. Elena. Cheese, please, and... Uh... <laughs> that is so cheesy. Touched the door handle that Paul touched? And then I'll never wash this hand again. And, 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 and she hugged him, and it was so romantic how he said that. I... Are you kidding me? I mean, really, are you kidding me? These days, they'll be labeled as stalkers. Exactly. I just, I, I don't understand the fascination with that whole thing. I don't have a gene in my body that has a fandom in it. 
All right. We, as much as I'd like to continue talking about this, we need to move on. What? I'm sorry. Uh, oh, really? Really? We have no time. Okay. My name is Snarf, dude. My name is Daffodil, and it's time for this. Hey, 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 we're roaming the highways and byways, the hotels and motels, to bring you loungy keys creeping out of the dark corner of the piano. We present live from the Limburger Lounge. It's more like creeping out of the dark corner of the organ this week on the show. We've got the King Charles duo... I have the... my slightly, my ice is all melted, so it doesn't clink quite the way it did before. Oh, well, that's fine. That, that's as close as we can get. But the whole thing is, this really lives up to the whole lounge lizard-type thing this week on the show. We've got the classic song, War, by the King Charles duo, Keith Charles duo. Yes, he not may, king. He may he think th- he... he might think he's king of something, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not of the music. Well, he's king of this show right now on... Jeez, please! I know I've never lived before And my heart is very sure No one else could love you more Than the greatest love the world has known This is the love I give Longer than always is a long, long time But far beyond forever, you'll be mine I know I've never lived before And my heart is very sure No one else could love you This is the love I give to you alone More than the simple words I try to say Sleeping longer than always 
lived before And my heart is very sure No one else could love you more Keith Lee's with the Keith Charles duo, and you gotta give him props. He actually hit the high note. This is true. And more as part of the live at the Limburger Lounge on the show this week. My name is Snarf Dude. And I'm Daffodil, and we have slowly been winding our cheesy way to the end of another tre- cheesy show. As we sit here in a rather hot van. Yes, the weekly da- dose of the wacky, the warps, and the weird. Wir- <laughs> That's what it's doing to your voice. I what? know. Your I- weekly dose of the wacky, the warped, and the weird this week is more of a cheese fondue than anything else because everything is melting. Oh, I don't know what's going on other than it's hot and our little fan has been broken for about a week and a half and we got to get it fixed. We got to get a new one. Can we find one even in a thrift store? I don't think you can buy a van in a thrift store. No, 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 not a van, a fan. Oh, a fan. And maybe we can have like two or three fans and we'll call it a fan club. We'll have fans finally. We have fans, really? but not the kind that are going to make us feel cooler in this uh, kind of weather. Well, good thing we have this water, although it's not that very cold. We'll go for ice cream when we're done. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm going to open the glove compartment. Hang on. <laughs> there we go. Don't try this at home, people. Yes, chain train cheese professional. And what are we going to play? Listen CB Blues by Johnny Hemp ending off the show this week. Until next week, folks. Have fun and stay cheesy. I've got those front door, back door. Hey, good buddy, listening CB Blues. From Ocracoke and Roanoke to the California shores. I've been driving this Mac cross country and back for 20 years or more. And all that time I've never heard one thing that near compares To all this doggone CB talk that's cluttering up my air Now it's ten for this and Roger that and Smokey's on the loose Then breaker, breaker, there's a picture taker Hey, come in, Mother Goose Guess I'm just an old dog, can't get used to something new I've got those front door, back door Hey, good buddy, listening CB Blues Ways in the good old days, I just sit up in my cab and cruise along with my CB on, relaxing down the slab. But now I swear it sounds like half the whole world's out there, too. I've got those front door, back door, hey, good buddy, listening CB blues. Yeah, it's hey, retriever, there's a double beaver in a ragtop Chevrolet. Put the hammer down, there ain't a bear around. Back it off now, mercy sakes. That convoy talk is everywhere. Tell me what's a man to do. I've got those front door, back door. Hey, good buddy, listening CB Blues. One winter day near Santa Fe, I was feeling mighty raw. I'd had enough of that CB stuff, so I turned the darn thing off. I swear it wasn't 15 minutes for the bear's nail, you know who I've got those front door, back door, hey good buddy, listening CB Blues. Now it's what's your 20 rocking chair, I-40, westward bound, 
Seen a bear in the air, naked toward a chair, there ain't a honey tree around. You know I can't find a single soul today who shares my views. I've got those front door, back door, hey good buddy, listen to CB Blues. Yeah, if you can't beat them, join up, do some modulating too, and lose those front door, back door, hey good buddy, listen to CB Blues, and lose those front door, back door, hey good buddy, listen to CB Blues. Cheese Please. Your weekly sample of Dewacky, Dwarfed, and Weird was produced by Snarf Dude and Daffodil, but was originally created by Snarf Dude and Moondog for Scottsdale and Productions. Drop by the website anytime online at www.cheezeplease.com. I'm Uncle Skeeter, inviting you back next week as we help to spread the cheese. <laughs>